Today on a very special episode, my first interview, um, which I'm very excited. I wanted to get some uh, under my belt before I started interviewing, but today I have a fantastic guest. I'm uh, I'm I'm just filled with jazz to have a uh, a former collaborator of mine, someone who I've worked with lots, um, um, and you know he he I think has just fantastic uh, vision for creativity and for. Um, how to how to make your creative idea come to life? Um, his name is Sean, um, and he works in a in in a video video production. Um, I I don't know what his title is. I'll, I'll let him describe it now. I don't. I I, I we got to catch up a little bit, but um, I'm just thrilled to uh, to have the first ever guest. So uh, I have some questions prepared, um, but as usual, I've got um, I've got some meat. There's some meat on the bones on this episode. Introduction. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, there's there's the that sweet jolly voice that I've missed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I want. I'm very excited to uh, add, to uh, bring on the podcast. Mr. Sean Silva. I got applause for you. I love it. I brought I an applause it. sound effect. Production hope, value, my friend. Production value. I hope you brought some canned laughter, too. I, <laughs> <laughs> not, I, 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 I knew there would be real laughter, so I didn't have to bring any canned laughter. <laughs> How you doing, man? So good I'm doing, to, I'm so doing good to hear so good. I'm doing so good. I'm doing so good, and I'm so I'm so glad that you're my first uh, interview guest. Um, how how are you? That's the real question. How are you? What's going on in your life? Tell tell me and uh, anybody who might listen what is happening in your in your life in your career right now. Oh man! Well, first off, dude, I I really appreciate uh, the the honor of being your inaugural guest on this um, new podcast venture for you. I it makes complete total sense that you will have a podcast. Uh, a talented individual as yourself, who is always seems to be, uh, you know, doing so much different ventures, uh, as I, as I follow, uh, it's just really great to be on here with you, man. I've, I've, I've missed you, man. I, um, I haven't, uh, been able to at least touch, talk, um, talk to you like this in probably like what, three years now or something. I know. I think it's going to be nice to, uh, to catch up like with, uh, and then record it so that we can listen back and, and laugh. Yeah. So how does it work? Are we doing it live or are we just kind of like, how does this thing work that you're doing? Is it, or is it like you record it and then you go back and um, like edit it or like, I mean, I'm mostly not going to edit it, but, (laughs) but there is, um, there is an ability to edit it. Um, Sure. I mean, if you said like, you know, something uh, secrets, uh, national secrets or something that I could probably edit it out, but otherwise otherwise I'm keeping it in. (laughs) I got total, I got total faith in your, in your abilities, man. But, um, uh, shoot. I, I mean, I, I've been, geez, man, since, um, I guess since you and I have like kind of, you know, um, uh, dispersed from our, uh, you know, being in the same, you know, working together and whatnot. I mean, we, we, my family and I, uh, you know, we, we took, uh, took out back West and went back out to California and, uh, I was very, you know, fortunate to land a really great job out there. That's, um, it's really kickstarted my, my whole professional career into, a 
it's a really good direction. It's, it's been very opportunistic and I've just been learning so much, which I'd love to get into with you later, but man, other than, um, I mean, life itself, just, just, just trying to, trying to learn how to be a, a great dad every day is a, it's, it's, a, it's always a great, exciting challenge when you, when you have kids and as you know, so that's just been, um, been the wonders of, uh, the real adventure is just, um, you know, uh, being a dad, being a dad, yeah. Seeing my yeah. Uh, seeing my little uh, little love, uh, Lily daughter growing so fast and stuff. And we've we've uh, we we were out in California for a little over two years, and and then we made the uh, big decision to close that chapter and move again. And now we are on a new chapter and adventure up in northern Michigan, which has been um it's been really great. It's been exciting. It's been it's been definitely something that has been a completely new experience with with uh living in a seasonal state where you get to see every season change which has been a trip for me being from hawaii and having pretty much one season all year long and then all of a sudden being in an area where we um we have some pretty drastic changing weather (laughs) other than other than florida i will say has some crazy changing weather um (laughs) arguably but yeah it's been great it's been great, man. We, we, uh, so we've been living up here now and, and we're, we're right on the lake here. It's, it's, it's a beautiful place and, um, it's been great, man. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great, that's a great segue into, um, into the creative dreams. Um, and I, I'm curious because you, you seem like super brave with your adventures in life. You've lived in, uh, you've lived, you moved from Hawaii to, to California, to Florida. I mean, to Michigan, I mean, to California, you know, we lived all over the place, I feel like. And, uh, that takes a little bit of bravery, especially um, in a creative field. So who supported your creative dreams? How did you have the bravery? Someone has to have been supportive of you. Who was it? Oh, geez. Good question. I, I, um, I mean, it really, I guess, uh, you know, I come from a really great family who's supportive and I've, I've, I had a lot of crazy different ambitions as a younger self, I guess. Um, you know, being from Hawaii and I grew up in the surf surf world my whole life. And that, that that's another story. But I guess like when I was in really in, in like high school, I, I realized, um, you know, n- nobody from my family had ever been to college. And I, I was um, kind of, uh, you know, I told my parents, I think, you know, I want to take a stab at professional surfing when I'm 18, but have a plan in place to where if it doesn't work out, I want to go to school. And um, you know, they were super supportive of both. Uh, but I had, I mean, I put so much time into like surfing growing up and competing to where I, I, I knew in my gut, it was going to be a long shot to make it as a professional, but I had to just kind of do it anyway, just because I felt like I did all the disciplinary actions of growing up and competing. And sure. I was like, so I, I went to, um, and I tried that, I took a stab at it, but I had a cutoff date for myself personally. I was like, Hey, if I'll give it a year and see how it is. And I got completely, totally humbled move into places like the North shore of Oahu and seeing the, the level of talent for people that were from all over the world. So that was great. So my backup plan is okay, I'm going to go to film school and um, you know, that's going to be my real, uh, my new passion and everything happened uh, for a really great reason. So my, my parents were really supportive of that and um, you know, some friends and then, you know, in terms of like more uh, recent um, years, my, I mean, my wife has been extremely supportive of like being there for me and, um, seeing the, you know, the, not the, I mean, I guess the, the struggles, but also the, the hardships and adversities of, of the, um, creative industry in so many different levels and just kind of fighting through it. And, 
um, you know, being very supportive of, um, you know, the decisions that we make and how we can make them together as a team and as a, um, as a family and everything. So she's been extremely supportive and, um, I got to give a shout out to another really good friend of mine named Darius Leg. He's, he's also one of my closest collaborators in a lot of, um, uh, professional, uh, projects that we've done, even personal projects. He's, he's always also been very, um, kind of like a mentor to me in terms of, of pushing me to the, to the next level and always giving me a good support and, and how to, um, you know, how to really overcome things that you're scared of. And he's been a good, you know, critic of mine in terms of like my work and stuff. So yeah, they, they've all been really supportive in that, in that regard. Sounds like you've had a, a pretty good network of people to, to support you. Cause I don't think you can do creative work without having a good, a good network of, of people that, that help you. It's, it's uh, there's too many, there's too many opportunities to, to, uh, to give up. So yeah. without somebody to tell you not to, I, I think it's like pretty difficult to, to stay in it for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And the night, the really, the also really great thing about, um, you know, when you work in, in any type of creative field, whether it may be whatever it's, it's, you, you do, you do naturally, um, network with really talented individuals who are a lot of times more talented than yourself and, and how you, um, they, you kind of have a, so you do develop a support system amongst your colleagues and, and amongst the people you're working with, even if it's a client or, your creative team, um, your boss, your whoever is on your team. It's, it's kind of like it, I always compare. Um, I like to compare, like compare it to a band, you know, like a, a music yeah. band. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I, and I know totally. we've, we've talked about this before too. And, and, and I work even working with you directly, Eric, like, you know, like we, we've had some really great times in our history of like the, our little stint that we had together. And it's like, you, you really, you're making music together, man. And, and everybody yeah. plays their own, their own instrument and you can't play, but so you don't know how to play the guitar, but you're a badass drummer, but you know, that's why the guitarist needs you as a drummer to, to provide that type of um, that, you know, fill that void. So you guys are all making great music at the end of the day. And, and so um, I guess like, yeah, in a nutshell, it's really, it's really, um, it's a really cr- great uh, feeling. And, and when you, when you, when you work amongst teams like that and you guys are all creating this magic and this, whatever the, yeah, um, the ending result may be it's like you're making great music together, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I think that's a that's a good uh, that's a that's a fair segue into the the next uh, the next one I want to ask in the intro in, in the introduction section of this call, which is um, I wanted to um, like what was the first time that you got paid? Like when did you get paid to do it? Like I know you you must have made videos before you were getting paid, and then when was the first time someone was like? Hey Sean, why don't you come in and do this? I'm going to give you some some actual money. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but but when was the first time you got paid? Tell me about that experience. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean there's there are like little um, I guess little uh, little things here and there out of film school. I mean after getting you know going to school for it and everything, there you know there were like little side gigs and stuff that you kind of like can 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 hustle up. But uh, I I want to say like the first real like time where I felt like oh crap like I got paid to to do like a contracted job I, I was actually working for a brewery um um and at the time I I was already done with uh film school and stuff and just just trying to hustle some money to to make enough money to kind of to move out to California that was like my my next big goal was moving from Hawaii to Los Angeles to get my foot in the door so I was working for a brewery at the time and um you know I had already had some you know a lot of things under my belt in terms of like 
how to shoot stuff and everything. And um, I kind of talked to the general uh, marketing manager at the time. And I said, Hey, like, you mind if I, you know, we can maybe talk about maybe doing some, just some like cool, cool uh, videos for the company and maybe do stuff on some beer and yada, yada, yada. And they, um, I had to pitch it to them and then dude, sure enough, they, they were pretty pumped on it. Let's, let's contract you out to do three videos. We came up with a, a little sum at the time and I was like, so pumped. I was like, cool. This is, this is, um, this is kind of sparking a new, uh, <laughs> you know, venture. And so I was, I think I was For like, sure. I was probably 20, I think I was like 25 at the time. Um, before that too, like I was doing stuff for like wedding companies and stuff, which, which is kind of like, I don't want to say like the natural thing, but like, you know, my backgrounds, I, you know, I, I, I would shoot and edit a lot of everything and, and stuff, but they, like, I had friends that work for wedding companies and it, I mean, it, it's a pretty, um, I want to say like a, it's a good, uh, uh, business to be in. I mean, the supply and demand's huge, sure. but um, arguably it, it, it does kind of suck the life out of you in so many ways because it's just, uh, man, it's just like wedding, 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 weddings. And I, I did a couple and I was like immediately like, oh, dude, I don't, I don't really want to do this. I think it takes a lot of fun out of like what I was doing. And so just personally, it's just for me, I'm not speaking for anybody else. It's just my experience with it. So I, I kind of like turned my back on wanting to do stuff like that because I want to do more fun projects, stuff that I felt like I was more um, adept in doing. So Sure. Hey, this, this company, this brewery was, was great. They, they got me on for like three videos and they were like three minute videos, just how the beers are brewed and, and yeah. stuff. So, um, it was cool. I got to shoot it. I got to work with this other, um, this girl that was a producer. So we kind of did it as a two man team and put a few of those together. And that was kind of like, kind of like my first real like side, you know, project of getting contracted for and stuff and it wasn't a lot of money but it was also just a very like um i guess uh you know boosting my confidence a little bit and kind of like hey like this is what you could do if you can keep going and stuff so that kind of allowed me to to do something um get kind of started for uh you know yeah moving and everything and then i think like to directly answer your question like when i when i really started getting paid is like i I landed, uh, when I moved to Los Angeles, you know, I flash, flash forward a little bit and I moved to LA and, um, I, oh man, I, I knocked on so many doors, man. I, I pounded the pavement. This was like probably in 20, I want to say 2014, 2015, and just banged on a lot of doors around LA when I first moved there and just literally passed out paper, paper resume after resume and after resume. And I, I'm not even sure. kidding you. Like my first week in LA, I, I rode my bike didn't have a car. <laughs> um, and, and I probably, I knocked on, I think, 25 post-production houses, their doors literally, and, and handed them their resume. And the f- very first one I knocked on, uh, time code post-production, guy's name is Stuart. Uh, he's the only guy that called me back about a, two weeks later. I never heard back from anybody. And I was completely heartbroken. I was like, God, dude, what am I yeah. doing? Like, what am I going to do out here? You know, it was, it was, yeah. a, it was a grind. Yeah. And, and he was the only guy that called me back and he's like, you know what? Uh, I, I kind of do need some help around my, he was a really tiny post-production house, like a boutique, he called himself. So he, he brought me in, he brought me in for a really, um, at the time, like, I mean, I look back and I'm like, dang, I wasn't getting paid really well, but I was, I didn't think about it at the time. I was so pumped. He brought me on as a kind of like a, um, an assistant editor, everything really. He trained me. Uh, and that was my first paying job. And, and it was, uh, it was like, 
I feel like I made it when I got hired there. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. and so that kind of became, and that was like a nine to five Monday through Friday uh, job. And I worked um, and I was in LA man, and, and, and I really felt like at that point, like, dude, I don't have to go and, you know, I don't have to go serve wait tables right now anymore. I don't have to bartend. I don't have to do all this other stuff. Cause I was waking up every day and walking down the street from where I was living and literally working on some really high end productions that were coming out of California and, and even the world. And just, just being able to learn so much was really great. So that was a great um, first real job. Well, now, now that you're uh, learned, I want to, uh, I want to get into the meat of the interview. Um, and that means that we have a, a quick break. So I'm going to, I'm going to finish uh, I'm going to finish the recording here and then I'll, and then I'll send you a new link. Sounds good. All right. All right. All right. Bye. It's the meat. All right. looks like it's working this time. <laughs> Sorry, man. I lost you. Where were you? Uh, I'm back. <laughs> good fantastic i was i was gonna say that i'm worried that i would lose people during the, the during the, the interchange there yeah uh, know. yeah you know you did lose me but i decided to come back man you decided I, I, to come back. I felt <laughs> yeah. bad i didn't want to leave you hanging you gave me one more try that's fantastic <laughs> well um thank you uh so in the introduction i like to just kind of like a background of like how to you know like who who you are as a creative person I, I think that uh the origin story is super important in any story right like uh that's super important so um, the podcast I wanted to have, like uh, the beginning, middle, and end, you know, that is essential sure. to any story. Um, so now that we know who the hell you are and um, and why I brought you on, um, I wanted to uh, get into the meat, um, the meat of the story, and that is, um, and that is like how, because ideally the audience for this podcast are also creative people, and um, and so I want you to kind of like help me, help them um with some of the things that really kind of are hard about the creative industry like um like one thing and the first thing on my list is um how do you deal with edits uh like critiques and feedback and you know you and i we've been in the weeds together um and and like manage this together so i already kind of know the answer to this but i want to hear your own words <laughs> how do you deal when someone's giving you giving you the hard stuff man what do you uh how do you deal with that yeah sure i mean um that's great i i Yes, you and I have, we've been in war together for sure. And yeah. we've had some, <laughs> some great, um, some great battles. I mean, even amongst each other. It's, yeah, it's, sometimes it's all, on the same team, right? Yeah, like sometimes absolutely. on the same team, sometimes against each other. Like not absolutely. always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, to answer directly though, like dealing with edits, critiques and feedback. I think when you're, um, I mean, based on my experience, like when you're first really starting out in, in, in any type of really creative field, um, but for me, like when I, you know, as an editor, or even, um, you know, creative and individual, like you, I, I think when you first start doing it, um, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta learn to really draw the line of like taking, when you take things personal and you gotta, you know, take things professionally. I think you always, um, as you know, if you're an artist, you are an artist it's, and in many ways, you're such a, you know, you, you care about the decisions creatively that you're making, you have you pour your heart and soul into things. And um, when you're doing that for, you know, clients that are actually paying you, uh, you have to learn to work with them and not against them. Yeah. I think, I think um, uh, from experience, I, I've had, I've had battles with, with clients. I've had battles with, you know, like we we're saying a minute ago with internally, like internal team members and it's natural. It's part of the process, man. Like I, it, it is, 
it's not always a bad thing, but um, I think you learn, you learn with experience how to deal with it. Um, you know, and, and you always got to kind of remind yourself, man, like, I mean, the hand's feeding you and you don't want to bite it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Careful. you know, right, I, right, right. I, I mean, you go, you go to, I mean, you go to like, and let's say you're bidding a house built and um, you're paying the contractor like, Hey, I want this wall this way. And the guy comes in and says, well, I think it'd be cool if we did it this way. And he just starts building it that way. And you start telling the guy like, Hey, no, like build it the way I want it. And he starts arguing against you like, no, that probably won't work. I think, I think this way might be better. I mean, you're going to get pretty annoyed as, um, you know, somebody that's, you know, paying for your service and stuff. So with that, I mean, you have to, you have to really like find a good, you have to find a balance to where if there's something that you, I mean, they are paying you for your service. Like they are paying yeah. for your creative I was just going to say in that same builder example, which I, I, I'm sure that's what you're thinking is like, like it, you, sometimes you have to just be like, like shut your mouth and listen to the, listen exactly. to the builder. Right. <laughs> right. So like, I mean, if, and when you find, if you have to find the balance of like, where you as, you know, creatively like, Hey, like I, I, I am, you know, I think this might work and let's try it just have some trust in me. I mean, you're paying me to do this, like, give me some trust and let's see if it works. And, you know, a lot of times it works, a lot of times it doesn't. And I think um, you have to just really, uh, you know, you have to work with, with whoever it is that you're either getting paid to do it for and then who you're working with. Uh, it really, it really helps um, being open to critic to, to critiquing and feedback. You have to really open your door to let all that in. I think, um, I learned a lot about in, in believe it or not in school, like in film school, um, it's great because you're this young, you know, lack of a better word, pretentious artist. And, sure. and you, you're making all these personal things that you really, I mean, I had a lot of like experiences in film school. I was making these really like personal projects and showing them to my teachers and my class and essentially the yeah. world. And you're like, my teacher would start to kind of shut it down in front of the class. And I, I got a little uh, contentious at times, like arguing with them, like, no, man, like this, this is my project. This is what I believe in. This is my decision. This isn't yours. Like, you know what I mean? Like th there are a lot of ways that you can argue your case. You can fight your, you know, fight your battles and, and, and win. Um, but, you know, in a, in a professional setting, in a professional world, um, you have to really work with a client. You want to work with their, um, with their intentions and, I, the more and more you do it, the more experience you get, you really realize, um, you know, Hey, uh, I think, I think this will work as, as a, you know, I think this might work and you yeah. just, be, just be open to their, their, their own things. And do you, yeah. Do you, I was just, uh, do you long for like, do you wish that you like weren't in a, like, do you wish that you stuck to your, like, uh, like, like did your own jam, like, uh, directed your own films and, and like, were the, were the boss of your own world there? <laughs> or do you, are you glad to kind of take the feedback and, and get paid? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I do hear you saying for sure. I, I, I think when it, it's really fun, like that, I think that's why it's really good to have personal projects. You, if you're doing, if you're doing yeah. it as, as a, um, as a job, like, Agreed remind yourself at the end of the day, like, Hey, this is my job. This is what I'm getting paid to. This is feeding my family. This is, you know, this is whatever, this is putting right. a roof over my head. And, um, that, that little voice reminds me all the time, like, Hey, like, don't, don't mess yeah. this up. You know, like this is your job. This is, you know, so yeah. like make time for your own personal projects to, to make those other artist decisions. Like, Hey, this is my baby. Like I can do whatever I want. Like, Hey, yeah. like this is my thing. So yeah. Like I, I, I think, um, critiquing to answer your question, like, hitting getting crit criticism and critique and feedback is i love it like i think it's so helpful it helps me grow as as 
as an artist. It helps me grow as a, you know, professional. Like I, the more and more I do it, I'm never, I've gotten so much more better at it to where, um, I'm not, I'm not so, uh, I don't take things personal anymore. Um, you know, I, I don't know if we went into the history of my, my job right now. I work for an agency that we do a lot of, um, all the marketing for Kawasaki, uh, motors, and we work on countless projects to where ultimately like the client Kawasaki, they, they get to make the decisions on sure if that works or not. And so we review it as a team internally. And then, and then we present it to them and it's like, Hey, uh, you know, I think this is what we've come up with. And a lot of times things don't go the way that they want them and, and they yeah. shut it down. And, you know, we, we argue our case sometimes, like sometimes we have to kind of like, well, I think this might work. We have to do it, but I'm, I'm like learning to just be open to being very open to feedback and, and people's other decisions, because what you think might be cool and working is just you. Like there's also probably 10, 15, whatever, how many cooks in the kitchen that are also going to, they're yeah. all on this, you're on the same team, man. Like, like I say, like, I always love using the metaphor of like a band, like you guys are all making music together. You're not just the only one man band and the one man band people always float up because the guy thinks he's the, he's the hot shot. And yeah thinks he's the top top guy of the band and then all and then it sucks because the whole thing comes crashing down so yeah yeah the, the drummer is uh is you know vital to the band though they don't get <laughs> as much you know much <laughs> i you agree know? you know i that's deep in my heart uh, absolutely my heart for, you're for, a drummer guy man <laughs> for sure so tell me like like one thing i mean just having worked with you i know like you're like you put your i like the emotion that you put into the project is um is evident and i think it's part of your magic um and so like has there ever been a time um you know it's sort of a question on my list like has there ever been a time where you put your heart and soul in and it just it never made it like it never made it out or or like you know something happened i mean i could tell at a time when we worked together um i don't mind saying out loud the university of miami um where i mean eventually by the time the project got out it was a totally different project i mean it was like um and so like yeah. is there ever been a situation like that can you t has that ever happened before yeah uh good good uh good point i mean i i we you pour your heart and soul into something and, and it hurts if something gets either pulled the plug on or they they take it and they butcher it and um comes out and something completely down. that's happened many times in in my experience you know and um it hurts you know like sometimes uh sometimes it takes a little while to come back from, I mean, here you are putting your blood, sweat and tears into something. And, um, you yeah. know, ultimately somebody either takes it and hates it or, you know, crushes it. Like you're saying, yeah, so, it's like, it's yeah. like you, you take a, uh, you take a shot where you're like, like, you know, you and I like, you know, in that, that one specifically, but like, but in, in really any project where, where you like do a full scale scripted storyboard and then you're like, you're like, okay, like every shot you, you, you think about with the music, with, with the, you know, like what's going to be, what, what is this leading to in the story? And then at some point, and, and I mean, this has happened with, you know, more, more than just that project, but you know, it happens, like you said, a lot where then yeah. they just strip everything and they take your B roll or whatever, and they throw some canned music behind it. And it's yeah. like, this yeah. shot makes no sense with, without all the stuff that I did. Like, what are you, what is this? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, um, I, I, I mean, it happens and it's going to happen and there's mm -hmm. no, it's, it's inevitably part of the experience and part of just part of the territory. Um, and you gotta just, I don't know. It, it, I think with the, just, just, just with the experience, you have to just kind of, um, 
just learn from every time it does happen. You know, I, I think we all like as creatives, we, we, we have a vision, we have a passion and we, and we try to pour that into a project and or every project essentially. And um, it hurts. It, it really stings when something like that does happen, but um, you have to just kind of take it and, and learn from it. Um, there will be more and it won't yeah. happen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, remind yeah, yourself. It's, it's going to happen again, like yeah. on the next project. Like it happens <laughs> pretty much every time. God, I hope not. I mean, you can get yeah. a bad track record and then it might start to really beat you down if it happens yeah. again and then again and again. You know, you just pick yourself up, man, and, and talk to whoever needs you, talk to whoever you need to talk to in, in your, whether it's your team or yeah. whoever, your, your support team, you know, just, just, um, just just work through it and and try to and just try to like remind yourself that hey like i'm doing this for a reason don't let it beat myself down failure you know they always say i don't know the exact quote but you know failing is always leads to success and and the more times you know it's, it's just yeah. it's just one of those things so yeah so like i, I am uh I, I can tell you put that sounds like your manager hat and so i like leading i like the leadership <laughs> of creative a lot more than i like being in the weeds um <laughs> on that stuff you know because it's way easier to be unemotional about it i think uh yeah just see like the, the magic in these like especially like young creative people they have no idea how good they are yeah you know, a lot of times like they don't they don't realize that like they're like i i mean you you remember like our team back in the day and like, you know, those types of people and, you know, at, at my job, I see them a lot. And it's just really cool to see like these like young, really, really smart people yeah. um, and, and, and how great they are at it. So like, what, what do you, do you have any like kind of tips for like getting them, getting your vision to come to life with, through someone else's uh, hand? Yeah. I mean, gosh, I, I, I mean like, like tips for like um, younger creatives you're saying. I'm saying, uh, like, how do you, if you're leading a, a creative team, like, how do you make sure that the vision that you, that you had in mind, like as the leader, like, what's yeah. that like for you? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's leadership. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, I, I grew up like kind of in a, I mean, working as, um, having bosses a lot and having, like I, the way I do it now is kind of like seeing what um, I like to learn from like what I didn't like when I was getting sure. um, managed, you know, yeah. and whether yeah, it's yeah. Mic micromanaging or overmanaging, I, I like to take things and just try to like learn from like my experience of like, Hey, like if I'm leading a team, I wouldn't do it that way. Or even on the contrary, like if I really liked how he, how he led me through that and stuff. So I think like just, I'm kind of forgetting the question here, but <laughs> like like tips for like how to like manage um, creatives, you're saying? Or yeah, yeah, I think you answered it pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's yeah. just like I'm I'm uh, like I think it's really difficult to manage people, and um, yeah. and I find it to be or like cre creative people. Sure. Uh, difficult yeah. is maybe the wrong way to phrase it, but I I mean I find creative people to be kind of they're different than like managing when you're managing at a at a fast oh, food absolutely. restaurant. Yes, oh, that's a good point. I mean, like I mean, everybody when you're when you're dealing with um, creatives and artists and stuff like that, I mean, there's a lot of like uh, I don't want to say not ego, but there's a lot of like personal uh, vision, you know, and yeah. and and that's hard to 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 manage if, if somebody's um, really passionate about what they're doing i mean you you know like we we've we've done it firsthand uh, even together uh, you and i and their experiences in our past and stuff like you really you really have to like work with people and say hey like um you know you 
working with your vision and what you, what you believe and what you want to do, it's, it's kind of goes back to what I said a minute ago. It's just also like, there's a, there's like a lot of ways to try to basically like massage that and try not to, um, you know, you know, you want to, you want to respect people like young and, and people you're managing their division stuff and, and they will, and they will like come through on what they want and what they believe in and stuff. So, um, and they're person and they're sensitive. I mean, you got to also like realize like people that, are being creative and, and they're not, um, they're not quite as seasoned. I would say, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't mean that in a way where I'm like condescendingly saying like I'm seasoned or anything. Like I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning and experiencing like how, you know, people are managing me even still. And I'm like, Hey, like I, I have something I want to do and stuff, but you know, like if, if they don't agree with it, then, I have to listen to it. It's like, you have to really respect, you do have to honor the the boss thing. You have to like you, they, if they, if there is a hierarchy, it's still, it's, you have to kind of respect that. It's, it's kind of like military ranks too. Sure. You, you know, you're, you're the soldier and, and, and the captain's telling you this, like you, you don't argue with that. There's just, there's no, you, you don't, you say, yeah, yes, sir. Like I right. absolutely, you know, I, 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 I will, you know, I will do that and stuff. So, and then if you're in the other the other issue, if you are a captain, you have to do, you have to lead by example. You you want your team, you, you know, I want to bring up one example is, is Band of Brothers. Like my, my really good friend and I, um, Darius Leg and I, like we, we've watched that show through and through probably about four times. And we like to okay. sync up and, and watch it on the same time. Usually sometimes we just did it last year. We, we go through uh, um, an episode every That's other cool. night and, and stuff. And just because the, the evolution of characters in the squad and the camaraderie of that show is so educational. Um, it's such a beautifully masterfully done, you know, series, but the things you can take from it are how well someone like captain winners, like his evolution of like his, his rank and how he starts out in the beginning and where he ends up at the end and how he's able to his, his leadership skills and stuff. Like you can learn so much of that. And I guess like the, basically the analogy of the metaphor of that is just like, take, take that type of stuff. And, um, see where he, where you're in the trenches as a soldier and and there's things that your maybe your captain wasn't doing that he wanted you to do that you hated but you did it anyway but by the time it's like when you want to do it and you're in the you're in the captain's shoes and you got soldiers underneath you do what you want to do and leadership and stuff so you know yeah be the be the leader that you wish you had exactly uh, be be the person who cuz i think like honestly like i think like uh, allowing them to to thrive, I think is, is really the, like every creative person has their own kind of path to, that's a lesson that I feel like I've learned uh, recently is that, you know, trying to have each person fit into a box. There's a, there's a sure. between putting, you know, especially in our, in our roles. Yeah. Some people are really good at like one type of video, but they're not good at another or, you know, one type yeah. of design and not another and just kind of letting them have their lane and. Yeah. Through. That's great. That's a great, uh, great thing. And yeah, you let people run, man, let people run and do what they want to, you know, let them make the mistakes, even let them mm -hmm. go out and, you know, let them go out and, and, and you can say fuck it up. Yeah. Like, you know, go out and, 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 and learn from your mistakes because it will, it'll make you a better, uh, you know, if you're learning and you're right and you're the right type of person that will learn, you'll, you'll learn from that experience. You learn from that mistake, man. Gotta let kids. You gotta let kids fall and get hurt, so they get so they learn sometimes. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. It's it's part of it. Being able to, yeah. you have to be. I think I truly think be uh, in our field, you have to have really thick skin. It's it is really important to be yeah. able to like uh, to take the criticism, to take the heat. 
yeah. um, of those rooms and just be like, and, and then like detach yourself emotionally from a project that you probably put a ton of effort into. Yeah, and absolutely. You can't be a good creative without, you know, getting into it a little bit. Like you have to, like, we don't have anyone on our team. And, and I know you are like this, that where like, you, you know, when you're in the, even if it's like a, you know, like a, a, a really obvious ad, you know, that you're not super passionate about necessarily yeah. the content of, you still want to make it look cool and make it look awesome. And, you know, sure. yeah, you want to make absolutely. something twist in it or something look just really cool and, and just really do it great. And yeah. um, I don't know that I think that there's a, there's a, a blend between, um, between managing that, that feeling of being really attached to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Letting the, letting the client win. Like you said, they're the one paying the bills and this is just a job. And yeah. having those like side projects, that's super, super, super. Yeah. Cool. I think um, I, that's another thing that I've, I've, I've gotten so, I've kind of personally gotten away from it. So I've been so, so busy just an actual like work and it's not a bad thing. I'm really, really grateful and, and blessed to, to be able to do what I love for a living. And, and I think when I was really starting out, I had so much more personal projects that I was more involved in that really helped, um, you know, keep fueling my passion and my fire and like why I do this for, you know, why I love doing this and why I started doing this in the first place. Those are very important to have. And I think otherwise you, it, it's easy to burn out when you actually do start doing this, you know, 14 hours a day, day after day. And no matter how much you love something, I think like, you know, there's always going to be a certain amount of time after doing it for so long, you're, you're not going to get bored with it, but you're all, it's going to become in one way or another, um, kind of monotonous sort of. So you have to really, you know, find those ways to, to, to keep your, keep your inspiration going, keep things that inspire you, keep things that make you excited. Like you have to find those little things and stuff. So I've fallen victim to that a little bit personally. Like I, I have to kind of get back into that. Um, yeah. I had, I feel like I had way more time when I, um, was first starting out to, to do things that I just would just as hobbies, you know, and it doesn't even have to be something creative. It can, it can be something that's completely unrelated to what you do as a living. It, it could, should be that way almost. And, and it'll help you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I that's for me, that's a, I, I'm not sure. I, I think you, you must've seen about, I'm really into bonsai trees now. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with them and it is totally like so a, cool. a total detachment from my normal day. Yeah. You know, the people that are into it are different, you know, um, just so awesome. it's just, yeah. it's so different. And it, and I like that, like you said, yeah. it's, it is so different. And, and I feel it's not that creative, but it's a little, cre you know, there's moments where you get to look at it differently. And, and I feel like I can express myself in ways, you know, somehow, you know, through the truth. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what I'm talking about. That's a perfect example of, of your, <laughs> your your passion for for that type of stuff and you and, you, and knowing you personally like you've always been kind of into that type of thing for for a yeah. while and just kind of seeing how you're able to detach yourself from what you do professionally to what you do as a as a personal passion and a personal like hobby or whatever it's it's amazing i love yeah. that gotta have both all right well i think <laughs> that's a good segue into the the final segment i'm not i'm not gonna break all the way i'm just gonna keep you on that way we don't have sure. breaks by accident yeah um so um, I want to uh, kind of close uh, when I'm doing an interview because, I, you know, the fact that we work in creative when I was young and I was working in restaurants and like I had like shitty day jobs. I really like I was always trying to figure out how to get here and uh, get to the place to a place like what I'm very much like what I'm at now. And um, and so and, and we're the same same as you, you know, in a, in a yeah. job. All I wanted was a job where I felt like I could be creative every day. 
and uh and i hated my day job like i hated it uh sure. with all my with all my ass man i fucking hated working as a in restaurants so tell me do, do you have any advice like uh for young creative people that are in that position that are they they feel like they're they maybe want to try being a designer or a video editor or yeah they're, they're considering it. what do you what do you got for them Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I, the number one thing I can tell you is just hang in there and be patient. I know that's probably one of the hardest things to hear if you are going through it right now is, is, Oh, just be patient. I hated hearing that when I was like, yeah, going through Me that. Too. Me too, so but it tired. is the answer, right? Like, it, like the, yeah. that is the right answer. Unfortunately, hey, for sure. I can, I can tell you if, if someone like me is able to like, to get through and do what I can do now, I think anybody can. I think I think, and there's so many, so many of you guys out there, like so many of people that have, you know, are in jobs that are sucking the life out of them, and it's, you know, it's hard, and because this isn't what you want to be doing. Um, I, I will say though that you know, if you really do want to do something and you believe in what you want to do, it'll, it just that's all you need right there, and and that's that's the bottom line is that it will it will catch up to you in a really, really good way if you stay persistent. So I always, I always like to call it the three P's It's passion, persistence, and patience. Um, those are like the three things that I've just kind of taught myself still. And I, 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 like you were saying a minute ago is, is when you're, you are working those jobs, those day jobs that you just can't absolutely hate dread going to. And it's just like, you go there and you're like, this is not what I should be doing. That's a good thing. That's a really, you're in a good mindset mindset. Don't think you're in a bad mindset because that means you're, you're not going on autopilot and you're just behind the wheel and driving and doing this. Like you're actually telling yourself and reminding yourself and you're knowing deep down, like, Hey, I'm, I'm, there's something else out there for me that I should be doing. That's good. That's probably what you should be focusing on and, and get there, man. Like just go, go and do it. Make the, make the jumps, make, make the, make the sacrifices you need to make you need to move fuck it go move go yeah. somewhere like go somewhere where the opportunity is there man you're yeah. young you're healthy you're working you got a good set good mind on your shoulders go up there and do it don't give you, a shit you know go. what um what uh what, what like when i when i talk to younger people or when i have in the past or like when you know this comes up a lot is they, they say like how do i know when i'm good enough so like a question i, I want to always ask is how do you know when you're good enough you're asking me yeah I mean, like if I want to start, how do I know when I'm good enough? If I want to, I want to start, I want to be a creative person. I'm working in a, as a dishwasher right now and and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How do I know if I'm good enough? You know, you're good enough. Like, I think if, if you know that you're not supposed to be doing that and people are like, if you have your closest collaborators or or your closest support system, they're telling you like, dude, you're, you have, you have something here. Listen to them, listen to them, listen to yourself, listen to the voice that's in your head, listen to your intuitions and your instincts. If, if, if they're telling you that, that there's something else to be doing, then you are good enough. And you know what? You, you are good enough. I think anybody that, that really wants to be doing something that they're not doing, that they're not getting paid to do, like go and do it. You should be getting, you should be making a living doing that you love doing. I think that that is a super cornerstone of any healthy work, work and life balance is that you should, if you really, really want to be doing something and making a living and doing it, then do it. It doesn't matter where you're at. If, if you have certain obligations to tend to, okay, then tend to them, but try to make, try to make something work to where you have, you have the right. opportunities to go and do it. And I, and I was saying a second ago, like, I mean, I, I, I had to go, I had to swim against the tide so many times in my life and my experience of like, Hey, like I, I need to break out of my comfort zone, man. Like, do I want to stay in my hometown and, 
wake up every day and be comfortable and seeing my family and seeing the people I love and seeing the people I grew up with. Yeah, partly, but you know, I always knew in part of me and my inside of me that I knew I had to break out of that comfort zone and, and go out and see something and, and get uncomfortable and get scared and, and get, and get pushed to the limit because those are the sacrifices that you're going to have to make and to make work. And if you want, if you want to grow as an artist, but grow as a professional, you, you have to get out and go to war. You can't stay in boot camp your whole time. If you don't, if you're going to, think you're going to get some experience you know right you want it you have to get out and meet people you have to network you have to you have to you have to make mistakes you have to make you have to inspire people you have to do those things 100 percent. so true words my friend i mean that yeah is, that is that is the that is it man i mean that's yeah the, that's the the jam uh i really yeah. think you know and you want to know and to answer your question more transparently at the end of the day you want to know when you're good enough is when someone calls your emails and say hey i'm going to pay you to do this we we will can can we hire you and for your service and you say yeah and then when you know when you're really good is when you start turning down work because you're too fucking busy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so that you'll make I, I, you know uh, i think a, a really important milestone too is um like like turning down work um is is it's along that same line but where you where you fire clients where like you, you know you have a client and you're you know you're yeah. just, you know what man yeah i don't want to work it's over get bro some, it's get over. some leverage <laughs> you're a hot commodity that man. is a good that's a really good feeling you know like where they're like what no i want to take my money oh. yeah, yeah they'll get there man and yeah. and just uh yeah i i i just think i'm a firm believer in hard work does pay off i have i my dad would always put me to work when I was like five years old, blowing lawns. And I had, a, I have always had a really good work ethic. So I think you need that. And creatively or physically, no matter what job you're doing, it doesn't have to just be necessarily creative. Like you have to have that work ethic to where you have to have that drive and inspiration to want to work and get on and get done because it isn't going to be handed to you. I mean, the very, very small percentage of pool of people maybe are fortunate, more fortunate than others to where, yeah, you, you do need a little bit of luck, but you also do need a lot of hard work and, and experience and stuff and it will happen. So, you know, I, I, I think not to ramble, but like one of my biggest personal like stories was I was working at a job, not even that long, like probably about six or seven years ago, out of after LA after all these times and I, I kind of went through a lull of like working and doing what I wanted to do and I was working for a company and I hated it it was nothing related to film or creative or editing or anything and it was sucking the life out of me and um came to a breaking point where I was literally like hitting a point where I was like I can't be here man like what am I doing and I it's exactly what I was just sharing and one day I went to work and they called it happened for such a good reason they called me in their office because something had happened from from a guest that was there and it, it kind of was coming back to me like it was my fault and I looked at the woman and the manager at the time and she's like I think you know I think you should go home for the day and maybe think about this and yeah 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 I was so pissed and fired inside and I held my bit my tongue and I looked at her and I said okay um I'll do that and I walked out of the place of employment and I called my called my wife and I said I probably shared with her what happened what's going on and she just was she told me straight she's like f it quit you're not happy yeah. there. You haven't been happy there. She said, F it. And I said, what are we going to do? I'm scared. Like, what, you know, how are we going to pay the bills? She said, I don't know. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. And that's all I needed to hear. And she, that call right there with her completely catapulted me into where I am today in terms of my career. I pounded, went back to pounding the pavement. I didn't have a job the next day. I called the place and I was like, I ain't coming back. I'm not happy with the way I was just treated. Sure. 
I left on good, tried to leave on good terms. I said, you know, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not, I'm not coming back. And went home that day, landed a, um, was fortunate to hit somebody up that had a freelance project going. So that kind of held me over for a minute, but I, I had to get a, another job and I applied at Sony videographer jobs and I, and I got one. And that was the one that put me into a career path to where I was actually starting to get paid again, uh, professionally to do this day in, day in, day out. So point of that story is I've, you know, going through those experiences, listen to your gut, listen to the people that really, um, do truly support you. And, and yeah. they're out because they are out there. I don't, you're not alone. You're, 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 yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're worth something, you're valued. <laughs> and, totally, man. Because and like, I, in my experience, like my, my feel, my, my feeling was that there was always like, like if you, I think the gut part is, is the, is the biggest thing because I think there's always so many people who will tell you like both, they'll tell you both if they like you, they'll be like, Oh yeah, great, whatever. But then, you know, then there's also like people who will be like, don't do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. tell you like, this is a bad idea. And I think like, sometimes you have to know when like smart people are just wrong or when they don't know, cause you're the only one who's betting sure. on you. Exactly. And I remember like when I, I remember when I like, uh, like officially, left um restaurants like people people came out of the woodwork to tell me not to that this was a bad idea i in fact i remember one time i was i was a on on a you know i was a manager i was planning on being like a corporate restaurant manager at the time yeah uh, like you were saying doing that day job and i was like kind of i was good enough at it to like keep moving but it just it, it killed me inside man it was yeah. just, i hated it i loathed it i was always the bad guy you know, all the time. And it was just like, this sucks. This is like, and I worked like forever. I worked like 60 hours a week, you know? Yeah. And it was yeah. just, it was horrible. Yeah. And, um, and I remember when I left and, and, you know, people, people came out and they were like, uh, and I still had to work in restaurants because I couldn't, you know, I had bills and stuff, but, but yeah. I was, I was, um, I, I left like the management track and I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to get it really into social media. I started the business and so many people were like, Eric, that is a bad idea. Like social media is not going to take, that's not going to be a thing. Don't do it. Which I love thinking about that now. Yeah. But I mean, people that I loved and respected, lots of them told me, don't do this. Don't yeah. do this. So beautiful, man. And I, and I, and that like right there, it's a, it's a perfect, perfect example of the same thing. And yeah, I, I because I mean, you know, you don't, I knew, but they didn't know they were just wrong and they, they, yeah. they loved me, but they were just wrong. They were super yeah. wrong about social media, obviously, but like, yeah. they, they just, they're like, oh, this is just a fad, you know, don't, don't do it. And oh, I mean, it's, yeah. And, and that's like, there's so many things without life. And I mean, you're always going to have to roll the dice, man. That's part of life. You're going to roll the dice. I mean, you're going to, you're going to hit a lucky number once and then you're not, you got to roll the dice and, and you're only as good as your, you know, you only good as your, your gut. And I think don't be regretful. Like if, if you do make a mistakes, like, and it was the wrong one, look back and say, Hey bro, like at least, at least I tried it. And at least I made the mistake instead of like not doing it and wondering and living. I, I hate that feeling. I think we yeah, can, that was a lot my, of people, you know, totally. like that was shit. Exactly. My feeling was like, I don't want to have to wake up when I'm actually, I remember saying, and I'm, I'm 37 now. So I remember saying to myself, I don't want to yeah. wake up when I'm 40 and wonder if I could have been a rock star because at the sure. time I, when I when I was going through a lot of this initial thought, I was uh, into music and I remember being like, I don't want to have to like, that would be a bummer to be like, oh shit, it's way too late now. Like I I don't yeah. have hair anymore, I can't grow it out and look cool. 
I can't party, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, so I was just like, yeah. I remember feeling like I've got to risk it. Now's the time. And, That's, um, yeah. and, you know, it led me to obviously a much more professional career than what I was doing, but it definitely started with a, a leap, a, a big time leap. And a lot of people telling me that it was a super bad idea and, um, and not right. And look where you're at today. I mean, congrats and, and trusting yourself and, and making that, making those decisions and, and being able to, you know, go and go against the grain a little bit and, and grinding and grinding, man, you got to grind. <laughs> well, yeah. For yeah. Sure, now in conclusion. Hey, my man, my man, my man, I, you know what happened? I got a phone call. So I think in the future I'll do this on my computer. I, <laughs> was, uh, oh, two daisies. <laughs> no worries. No, no worries. I was making sure uh, you didn't cut me off. Like I'm, no, uh, yeah, yeah. We got really boring. So I just the host, you, the I host is right getting off. boring. <laughs> no, yeah, no. sorry, man. I was just like wanted to like if wanted to, in conclusion here, I just yeah. do a little sign off. Yeah, um, yeah. So um thank you for being part of the show. I don't know when when we got cut off, so we'll just you were cover. Telling, well you were you were sharing uh next I lost you at uh next level, like when I was working with you guys or something. Oh well I forget. Something about how I think oh I know what I was saying. Uh just that you did you did great work, uh great work working with us. And uh, I was super proud to have you on the team and to be part of your uh, part of your journey, man. I oh hope. man, I I I I um I, I just want to say too, like looking back on that um in relation to everything that you and I just talked about is is just take just to be able to take every um, job, small or large, uh, 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 as an experience and a chapter in your in your journey and. Um, and, and that, that chapter, my chapter with you and working with next level and the team and the people was such an amazing, um, amazing time, amazing, amazing chapter. And the most beautiful thing about what we do as creatives is you have a, a, um, a trail of breadcrumbs to always go back and look at and remind yourself like, Hey, that was, that was a fun project. Oh man, that was cool. And I love when you send me and tag me in these things on like Facebook or whatever on Instagram and like say, Hey, oh man, it's like three years ago. Like, Holy crap. It brings me back to a time when I'm just like, wow, that's, that was, uh, that was a fun experience, man. So I, I thank you. And I think, I thank all the team and shout out to everybody I got to meet there, you know, Ryan, um, freaking, uh, you know, Miguel, uh, Haley, uh, Savannah. I mean, yeah. all those guys, man. Sav, is Sav still, is Sav still there yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, she's still, still part of the part of the squad for sure. I can't get rid of her. As <laughs> good. she can't get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you got that right at this point. Not anymore. I'm not gonna uh, let her. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's a great uh, it was a great time, man. I and and it doesn't have to be the end either. I mean, you know, and, and yeah. I, I, I was thinking too, before I lost you, like one last tip too, is, is to never, just never burn bridges with people you're working with, man. I mean, this, this world's way too small. This industry is way too tiny to yep. leave a bad, to leave bad taste in people's mouths because um, it will, it will catch up to you somehow if you, if you do it in, in, in bad ways, you'd rather have it in a good way, have a good reputation, have it be the guy that people want to work with and right. not work, um, not work with because, uh, it will come back to you, man. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, the the amount of people who who come through uh, at the end of you know after a, a super long time, I'm always blown away. I don't know why, but it always surprises me that someone comes through, you know, a year later, two years later, three years later, and they're now they are owning owning their own company or they're the marketing manager or the marketing yeah. director or whatever. And yeah. you never know how that how those relationships can benefit you again. 
we've had our we've had our interns go into some pretty cool jobs so you know it's pretty you never know you definitely never know yeah you guys uh are you guys still working from home yeah man Uh, everybody's working from home since uh since the beginning of 2020 um and we still now we meet we meet for meetings like from time to time in person sure Uh, but uh yeah man um they're they're delighted to uh to kind of make their own schedule and make their own day and most of the time yeah. it's pretty easy has that been working out well for you guys yeah it's great man it's that's great, great. It's yeah that's um that's the same thing on my end is uh it has been the last year and a half with the pandemic has um has been a silver lining silver lining in my in my work-life balance because now i i work 100 from home now and it's allowed me to learn how to manage my time like so well and be there for my family and be there for my daughter be there for my wife on just it's beautiful man and i'm very very fortunate i'm so grateful to to that for that and for that particular reason like hey like this really pushed us forced us into a situation to adapt and um and now sure enough like i i work on i work you know six hours of time ahead of like many some other clients and it's just and my day right. job it's like dude, my, my my guys are all in california and i i'd miss seeing them face to face sometimes in person i think that's still a great thing but point of all that is that um adapting with the times that you're in it's like you really have to um learn from it and i think yeah. we feel a lot of us millions of us have been forced into this situation and and in our particular industry is um we're able to to to, to tweak, to tweak the tools that we have to still be able to, to be productive. Man. I mean, like it goes to the stuff we were talking about earlier, um, that it's really been about, um, letting people do their own. Like it's, it's given me the opportunity to learn the skill of delegation. Sure. Yeah. True delegation because, you know, there's no, um, you know, spying, I, I don't get to, I actually, you know, something that I miss, uh, deeply is dailies. I, I rarely get to see dailies because, uh, <laughs> they're, they're edited in at someone's home. Yeah. And, you know, so I don't get to see them and that, that I... like that kind of stuff I miss, like, uh, I, I thoroughly miss about the working in office scenario. And I think that someday next level could, could have a, uh, have some sort of hybrid version. Cause I, I do, those things were really cool. Sure. Those were great moments in uh, next level history. It was like, you know, things like the daily oh, or after God. office drinks, stuff like that. Like, even if it was one day a week, I think that'd be cool. Oh, that was the best time is, is, is seeing, uh, is seeing the dailies, man, having you come in and, and, uh, and just, and just kind of scrolling and scrubbing through the, you know, through the, through the dailies of what we were shooting. I, I, yeah. I absolutely agree to you hundred percent. And, 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 Yes, there are some definitely some cons that we that we do uh, have to unfortunately not be as accessibly um, able to get now. But you know, you have to just try to try to adapt, man, and, and work yeah. with um, work with what we can. And 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 I think that that's been a prime example for many people and many companies is 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 you either get with the times or you don't. And definitely, this has changed. This is re-evolutionized, like our industry and, and our, and the way that we work and stuff. And I've seen just from firsthand experience being able to really be still be arguably more productive and me personally, like being able to edit from home, walk right upstairs in my office and know that like, Hey, I can, I can wake up at 1am and not sleep and go up there and get like five, six hours of work done. If I don't need, if I, if, if I need to, and I yeah, don't have my, to my whole team, you know? my whole team is, uh, I mean, the same thing working, working, uh, in the middle of the night, Sure. Working, taking a nap during the day. Some of them are like, yeah, yeah, I'm a big time napper right now. I like to nap. 
which I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to pay them by the hour. So who gives Yeah, me, exactly. Know? Biggest thing is, is make your deliverables. You got a meeting, be there for the meeting. Right. Boom, and, and if it. they're able to pump them out, and that's the reality is that for creative roles, they, they are able to pump them out. Yeah. In, in the, in the dark, in their room, you know, with yeah. their, you know, who knows what they're doing? Probably, you know, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> who cares yeah, what exactly. they're doing? You can exactly. Do doing what they're doing, making good videos. What they're yeah. doing. No, you, <laughs> you, you can do whatever the hell you want, man. Yeah, if, if yeah. All, the, all, <laughs> exactly. the, all the people care about is they don't see the behind the curtain. They care about what's on the stage when the, when the people come out and perform. And that's yep. what it is with videos, man. Whatever's on that screen, forever long it is they don't you don't they don't see what uh what went into it they don't know yeah. that you're up at 2 30 in the morning working they don't they don't know you have a screaming baby downstairs you know yelling yeah. at you and telling you to feed her or whatever and you get that stuff done man and so yeah i i think it's a good snippet on that like i just think just working with the times man and adapting and i think you know that that will be that'll be a great tip for people that are that are that are just starting to get out on that stuff you you can i'm a i'm an avid believer in being remotely excessively like productive i'm i'm an editor and i work for i've got people that i work for in hawaii i got people i work for in new york i got people i work for in los angeles all like just being able to manage all that has been very um it's been such a great learning experience to where you can really really do it remotely if if you're able to and i think that this this whole like past year and year and a half has put that into more perspective to where it's changed. It's completely changed the um, the industry for the better, I think, and for the better. Agreed. Well, I think that's a great final thought. I um, I appreciate you being on so much, man. It was uh, it was really great having you, man. My pleasure, Eric. And and keep uh, keep keep up the good work with your end. And and man, I want to say lastly, T, you look so good, man. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank how you. good you look. <laughs> thank you, thank I, you. I'll I take the compliment because I've been working super hard at it. I'm. Uh, I know. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look really good naked and be really rich. That's my two <laughs> goals for my end of for my second half of life. Is well, to, I don't know about the naked. other one, but I, I yeah. can I can speak physically to the first thing you're doing. Yeah. You're definitely doing at least one. I know you're doing one of them well. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's really that's the only one. That's step one. I I love you so much, man. I, I gotta come down and see you in the Sunshine State and grab uh, grab a glass of whiskey with you soon. I can't wait. It sounds like a magical time, man. I, I love <laughs> it. Thanks for being my first guest. Appreciate it. All right, it's an honor. Thank you, man. Bye. All right, see ya.